also, I loved their farm shirts, and I kind of want one. Hello, pals and gals, and welcome to another episode of XOXO Riverdale. I'm Louis Perlman. Be better. And here we are. It is a beautiful, for us, March 30th, 2019. Yes, Mark Consuelos' birthday. Oh, happy birthday to Mark Consuelos. We love him. Yes. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, I'm trying to do this at the beginning of episodes. At XOXO Riverpod. Follow us on Instagram and uh, follow us on Facebook. Please rate and uh, rev review us and rate us on all your podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts. We would love to have a few more ratings. Yes, and please tweet at us because I know that sometimes during the show we ask questions and we ask you to tweet us the answers and then you don't do that and it makes us sad. Yeah, and we actually have enough of a listenership now that like you should be tweeting at us. I know, people tweet at us. They just don't answer our questions. No, it's true. They say other things. It's like, we love you and you're the smartest Riverdale podcasters. It's we hear that all the time. All the time. <laughs> so what's going on in Riverdale social media news? Okay, so last week we talked about how KJ and Rob are in a band and they're performing. Well, now mm -hmm. they're recording. Oh, great. Do yeah. we know the name of their band? Uh, I feel like it was said one time and I did not write it down, so I do not know it. Okay, so Google it, everybody. Um, we, we have a rap on Reggie. Yeah, we have a rap on Reggie. We still need to rap on a few more of our actors, yes, but we're because, getting there. Uh, Cheryl and Alice just shot their first scene together. Ooh, like ever? Well, their first one-on-one -on -one scene. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, those that's are, like a great pair. <laughs> yeah, those are two characters I want to see have a real fight. <laughs> real yeah, it's a real with, long hug. Or, or a team up. Yeah. 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 Um, also, they finished shooting the pilot for Katie Keene. Yes, the pilot is wrapped. Now, whether it goes to series is in the hands of the studio executives. Yeah. Um, and this is, I just remember this offhand, uh, executive producer Greg Berlanti has a new sh mini series coming out on CBS that looks very good. What's it about? It is about, um, so I keep like half seeing commercials for it because I just keep rewatching Shit's Creek. And oh, love it. Uh, they had their first table read today. And the guy who plays Patrick looks really good in the picture. You should look at Dan Levy's. Great. Because I know you like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I, I noticed it because like Noah Wiley's in it. And then uh, Noel Fisher, who's on Shameless, who's like really underrated, is in it. Mm hmm. And I think it's like, from what I can tell, like, uh, like a cop shoots like a black boy, and then like mm -hmm. the cop gets off, and then now it's like following that. I that think. sounds very relevant. Yeah, and I feel like it's been a while since we've seen Noah Wiley. Yeah, definitely. That sounds awesome. Yeah, ER wrapped ten years ago. That is true. What's he been doing? The I think he was. He was in Falling Skies, which I tried to watch because he was in it, and I just couldn't get into it. And I think he did a couple more seasons of The Librarians. And I think that's it. Well, I'm glad that he's back and with a vengeance on a Greg Berlanti show. Yes. 
Greg so Rose, the- and Ava DuVernay. Oh, <laughs> that's a killer. Yeah. That's a killer good combo. Yeah. That's awesome. Those yeah. are two real powerhouses, media powerhouses. Yeah, and it's on real CBS and not CBS All Access, which is more expensive than it should be. So now I can't watch The Twilight Zone. Yeah, and I can't watch Star Trek, and it's a nightmare. It's like $7. That's too much. Yeah, tweet at CBS All Access. And tell them to fans look of- because we all want to watch The Twilight Zone. Yeah, we totally do. Anyway, okay, so let's get into it. Uh, the math. Any other, any other big... Uh, stuff about uh any other social media stuff or should we talk about this episode uh no i mean like i could talk about like pete Buttigieg just had them more but we won't do it no that's there's nothing relevant about pete Buttigieg when it comes to riverdale other than um, the fact that kate and i think that he is a snack yeah and fiscal year is wrapping up soon so make your donations yeah good point absolutely so uh this episode the master yeah first relevant title in a while how did you feel about this episode overall before we get into it? Um, I think I liked this one. I liked it a lot too. I thought that the plot moved along. Uh, I thought everybody behaved in ways that I believed and understood. Yeah. Which is a big plus for me in an episode of Riverdale. And I thought we got some cool set pieces and some good performances. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. So the serpents are doing this training at the school. Mm-hmm. And they failed the training. And my question is, did SP do this training? And when? <laughs> He's like berating them for blowing it. And it's like, I don't think you ever did this. Yeah, it's like, you're not actually qualified to be the sheriff. Yeah, like you should be training too. This should be run completely by Tom. And you yes. should be participating. <laughs> I 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then we get um, Ronnie really fighting to keep her parents together. The divorce is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's really fighting to keep her parents together because they've badgered and brainwashed her into believing that the structure of their family is the only thing that's important to her. When it's so yeah. obvious, like, that, she, that that's like a product of Hiram's manipulation. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and like, I don't need to see Ronnie go through this arc. I just want her to be like, yeah, the end. This is done now. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, so the farm is having an open house. Yes. And, uh, you know, and, and Evelyn comes into Pops to announce it. Yeah. And then she's like, I hope you can join us. And they're like, hey, let's go. And then Betty and Veronica exchange wonderful sort of catty looks with each other. Yeah which is totally awesome. And I kind of was hoping for more Betty and Veronica sleuthing in this episode. Yeah, but then there was But wasn't. that's okay. Yeah, but there was still good stuff for them to do. Yeah. Um, I think I hate Jellybean. Why? I think that like, she's really smarmy. And what? not in like a fun, like in a fun way, but in a like, I mean, it's cause she's like 13 years old and her mom's like- Her mom's literally, literally a super villain. Like, yeah, but she's just like moving on with it. I want to address this now. Her uh-huh. mom is the best villain the show has ever seen. Yes. It's s- such a good character. Yes. Uh, and I feel like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by my roommate in a towel. He's been in a towel for a very long time. Huh? He's been in a towel He's for a very long time. That's what he does. He's in a towel. Hey-o. 
yeah, I think that um, Gladys is w the best villain we've ever seen. She's like smart and manipulative and we can't really predict what she's gonna do next. So I think with Jellybean, I see like, you know how um, like Seth Green is to Dr. Evil in Austin Powers? I think she's like the opposite of what Seth Green is doing and that she's just like all in on this and I don't like it. I think she's complicit as well. And I think it's gonna be a twist that we get at some point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it's kind of cool, but I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know I like Jelly Bean, but I definitely think she's up to no good. Yeah. I actually, I solemnly swear she's up to no good. I was gonna say um, she started making trouble in her neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Two good references. Great, good work. <laughs> Um, yep. So at the open house, they have quick and easy interviews, which is Scientology. This is Scientology. Yes, which I love. I think yeah, it's super, they do super the, fun. They do the e-meter readings in the subway sometimes. Yes. And I and I always wanted to do it, but I never had time when I saw them. And then when I like wanted to see them so I could do it, they wouldn't be there. And also, I would recommend that nobody ever does those interviews because they're actually very manipulative into making you think you need Scientology. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I did just want to ask you. Mm -hmm. So the open house, we want to show you what's going on with the farm. Mm -hmm. This open house is taking place at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, right? Yeah. So is that the only space that the farm occupies? I think they took it over. But is there no like actual <laughs> farm? I think they had a farm and then now they were like, great, now we can be inside. So the farm is gone. It feels yeah. that way. Because I just keep in my head imagining basically like a commune that's similar to what was in Wild Wild Country. Yeah. And then, and the fact that like the farm's open house was there, I was just like, okay, I guess this is where the farm actually is located. Yeah, that's where the farm is now. Okay, great. Okay, thank you for clearing that up for me. Yeah. Then um, there was a room that was locked away called room 317. Yes. And I think later on that's where the tapes were, right? Yeah, is that a reference to something? Let's look it up quickly. I, meant I had a feeling it was, yeah. Yeah, is that the, it's not The Shining. No, it's not, but... Uh, it's a song? It's a film that isn't a real film. From 2000... Oh, it's a, oh, it's, it's a, it's a One Direction fan fiction. <laughs> I did see the One Direction fan fiction. But I think that's probably what it is. It was probably named after this One Direction fan fiction. Or as Stevie Nicks would say, in sync fan fiction. Because <laughs> she just said last night at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction that Harry Styles was in NSYNC. That's... Which is Incredible. just wonderful. Yeah, and it's our listeners should know. Anyway. Exactly what I want. Are we sure this isn't? There's just so much in here. Wait, it's a song from Miss Saigon. Cool. So it's a One Direction fan fiction and a song from Miss Saigon. What more could you need? Yeah. Oh, I love it. So then Betty sees her mommy, Alice. Yes. And Alice is just really cold and cuts Betty off and sort of is ignoring Betty. Mm -hmm. And this reminds me a lot of how in Scientology people get labeled as suppressive people. Yes. And then they get severed from their families. Correct. So this is good cult stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, I love their farm shirts and I kind of want one. 
Yeah. Those like shirts with like the Cooper uh, font that said the farm. Yeah. Those were real good. Yeah. Um, so Hiram is opening the prison without the mayor's present. Uh-huh. And how's what's how are the optics gonna look there? I mean not good. No. <laughs> Something that I talked about a few weeks ago came true and Mad Dog's back. Yes, Mad Dog has returned, and I'm thrilled to see him. Yes, and my question is, where are they, and what is this prison's visiting hours? <laughs> it's like midnight. And Archie and Mad Dog are allowed to have a little a little confab. At, like, midnight. Totally. And he's like, I'm going to help you escape. And then, like, he, like, it's not really explained how it happens, but it works. Uh, before we move on, I just want to say... I loved a little scene between Jughead and Archie. Yes. Very important to me. Yeah, that that existed. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so then that was the act break. Archie's going to break Mad Dog out of jail somehow. Mm -hmm. Out of like weird prison that doesn't right. really exist. Yeah. And then after the break, we had a wonderful scene. And what I'm going to start nicknaming Archie's Dirty Gym. Okay. Because that gym is filthy. Yeah. And he clearly has no time to clean it, and that's terrible. Mm -hmm. He's chatting with Veronica about maybe the Innocence Project, blah, blah, blah. And then Archie, they bring Governor Dooley into the mix. And we yeah. I think we get to see Governor Dooley for the first time. Yeah, do we know who that actor is? No. I wrote who is this actor and then didn't look it up. Okay, another Google moment. I, I can't find an answer. Everything that's coming up is Dilton Doily. <laughs> Maybe he's just like a Vancouver character actor. Yeah, it feels like... Oh, uh, wait, wait. Okay, the IMDb list is very long, but according to Google, he's on it. <laughs> yeah, we've heard reference to him, but we've never seen him. Right. It's weird that... Uh, Safari on iPhones doesn't let you, like, control F. No, certainly not. A lot of people who were only in one episode. Oh, mm -hmm. Fred Henderson. Do we know who he is? I'm on his IMDb now. He's been on 131 things. Oh, great. Uh, You've probably seen him in something. Three episodes of Supergirl. Uh, a movie called On the Farm. He sounds like a Vancouver actor. Yeah, he very much is. Two episodes of The Flash, an episode of Arrow. Oh, yeah. So you've uh, seen him on every Greg Berlanti show ever made. Yeah. Cool. And I like a bunch of like horror movies like Final Destination 3. Vancouver. Yeah. Yep. Life as we know it. That's a show I forgot about. The I don't know. Sorry, the Final Maple Destination 2. Not the maple great. syrup um, uh, Pacific Ocean explosion hour. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 famous Vancouver film when the mountains kiss the kiss the ocean. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. But they they convince him to pardon these kids, lest they yeah. expose him for his involvement in the illegal Fight Club. Yep. Uh, which is very very shrewd of them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Betty and Cheryl 
are having a discussion about infiltrating the farm, which is just a great team up. And Cheryl makes a great caddy comment about like, what are the farm guilty of other than wearing white after Labor Day? Yes. I which also I want to say that it. really shitty of Betty bringing Jason into this. Yes, of course. It's manipulative. Yeah. And it's not nice. Absolutely. No. Uh, and then, though, Cheryl fakes her breakup. Fakes a breakup. so good. And it's this is just so fun. I loved all of this. Yeah. And I love Betty and Cheryl working together. Yeah. And then we had this fun comic book store scene. Right at MLJ Comics. Do we know what that is? Oh, yeah. That's the original name of Archie right. Comics. We talked right, about right. that in the previous episode. Yeah. But the other thing about it that's really cool is that for this uh, scene, they just did a whole bunch of like fake titles of comic books, mm -hmm. which is just really, really fun instead of using actual comics, which yeah. I thought was, was cool. Yeah. And I Jughead means business. He pulls out a knife. Yeah. I wrote, hey there. Is that, oh, is that what Jughead says right before he pulls the knife? Yes. Yeah. And he says it real fun. Yes, yes. This was just a fun scene overall. This is some good yeah. hammy acting from Cole. Yeah. Um, I forget who said it, but someone called Betty Cooper, Betty Snooper, which I can't believe it took this long. Yes, seriously. And uh, they hit a mic in the brooch, which I loved. Yes. And Great use of Cheryl's brooch. Yeah, but it seems like it's not that she hit a mic in there. It's that Betty just like already had that brooch. Like that spider brooch is just like around. Yeah, Betty was like, I'm going to use this one day. Yeah. Um, so and, we, we and have then, a conversation with Edgar. Yes. and But before that, Cheryl reveals her favorite color. Before that. Huh, yeah, well, she says it's red, and then she says it's spe specifically a Pantome's Flame Scarlet. Yeah. Which I think is just worth noting, because now we know the color of red that we need to wear for cosplay. Yes. And also just for like, overall, if you want to channel this wonderful character who we love so much. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so then we have a conversation with Edgar. Yeah. And I, I think Chad Michael Murray is too young to be a dad of a high schooler. I think this is, I think, I think Chad Michael Murray is 24. I looked it up. How old is he? 24? 37. No, oh, so he's my age. Yeah. Can you imagine what? having a high schooler? Well, it tech it can happen. It happens. It can happen, but like it's not common. Yeah, it means you had the kid when you were like 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he's like a weird culto face, so, you know. Yeah, I guess like, so. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, but he's very young looking. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cheryl reveals, and I like this because I like anything in the show that links things back to the original season. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel once again, I talked about this last episode, that maybe this entire show is actually tracking Cheryl more than anybody else. Yeah. Which I think is cool mm -hmm. that it, we cut back to Cheryl under the water mm -hmm. at Sweetwater River and go back to her seeing Jason. Yeah. Which did happen, which was really wonderfully effective. And this is used in an effective way, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, and then so Edgar explains to her that she has already been baptized and reborn. Mm hmm That her being under the water, she regained her spirit, mm -hmm. which is so meaty, and I want it to be dealt with a lot in the next, you know, in the next in the remaining episodes of this season. Yeah. So yeah. Matt Dog is pardoned. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the show deals with the very real reality that um, when people are released from prison, they don't always have somewhere to go, and that leads to recidivism. Absolutely. Uh, but not to worry, Archie's here with his dirty gym. <laughs> right? You could sleep in the abandoned building. And by the there way, you go. Like, Tom knows about this. Like, what is Tom doing? <laughs> just like, Tom, lo Tom loves this gym. And he loves that there's like children sleeping in it. Yeah, Tom's like, yeah, I'm not the sheriff anymore. This is great. Um, and then I, I wrote that it's not zoned for this. No, no, it's not. You're completely right. I wrote, just because I feel like the whole thing made me angry. I wrote, baby teeth will live at the gross gym. <laughs> anyway. Um, I wrote that I love Jughead in this episode. I liked this whole gargoyle hunting montage. I thought it was really nice and zippy. Yeah, I thought Jughead was great. But then Jughead Ooh. ruins the bust. And <laughs> Sorry, but then Jughead ruins the bust, which is terrible. It's very, very sad. Uh, but that confused me because aren't the kids police affiliated? Well, but then they didn't pass their drill that FP also didn't pass, so. No, this doesn't make sense. This makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah, one would think that they would be allowed to, like, just, that, like, it would hold up uh, in procedural law if they've all been deputized. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, but it doesn't matter because it's Riverdale. We don't know how the systems work in this small town that's fictional. Right. Um, act break. Act break. And then we act come back. And we come back to FP and Jughead yelling, which is yes. always my favorite. Worst version of FP. Well, FP is forced to call Jughead boy. Ugh. Uh, Skeet at this point is like... like minutes of the scene, he didn't do it. And I noted in my head, I was like, oh, it's cool that he did just call him boy because that's so annoying. And then he did. Yes, yes. I feel like it's FP. Uh, Skeet saying the words boy out of his mouth. And in his eyes, th thinking by this point, how can I get out of this contract? Yes. <laughs> that it's just that that's what's going on in the eyes. And it's not because Skeet isn't great on the show. It's because they need to stop having him call Jughead Boy. Yeah, like it's going to be like there's all these, like when people like negotiate contracts, like there's a whole thing in like the Fast and the Furious that Vin Diesel and The Rock both have in their contracts that they can't lose a fight. So mm -hmm. if characters fight each other, it has to just, like, dissipate. Like, they can't have a winner. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now Skeet's going to have in his contract that he can't say boy. Yeah, which is going to be great. And then he's going to be talking about just, like, a boy who's, like, not John Kennedy. He's going to have to be, like, a young man. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Veronica wants her parents to go to therapy, and it's, like, finally therapy's acknowledged. Before we get to that... Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry, because I do want to talk about that. Uh, I have a prediction. Yeah. I think that this season is going to end with mm -hmm. Gladys having FP killed. I think she's going to kill him. Well, we talked about this and how they maybe were going to do that, but now that we lose, we're losing Fred, I think they're not going to get rid of him. Oh, they'll do a, some sort of rewrite. Yeah. Maybe, because I think it's leading to that, personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But I think that Gladys has it in for him, and I think she's going to go after him. Yeah. Um, also, 
just before that, I just need clarification. We had an appearance from Elio, mm-hmm. and he said, "Just come down to Casa Grande Junior." Yeah, is that the name of his club? I guess. I just think it's a bad name for something. Just saying. Just call it Casa Grande. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Then, then we had therapy referenced, and then Veronica says, "Well, you wouldn't be the first gangster to ever go to a therapist," which is a lovely Sopranos reference. Yeah. Which is great, and you know, but I, I, I was still mad that Veronica's like fighting for this family, but I'm thrilled that therapy is acknowledged in this <laughs> show just therapy and they tell her to grow up and it's like that's the most grown up thing that's ever happened on this show yes absolutely and of course before splitting with your family you should try therapy of course yeah but then i don't love like all this like stuff about like well we value family so much and family 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 because i kind of think it connotes the wrong idea that families can't look different from being a man and a woman and a child you know what i mean Like, this is going to be Veronica's family. Her parents are going to be living separately. So doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean they love her any less or aren't going to try to trick her any less or manipulate her any less. Yes, yeah, so many parents... To, her parents are, like, the only parents still together. On the sh- Well, now Gladys and FP are back together. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Oh, wait, I, I addressed this later in my notes. We'll get to it. Okay, great. That's fine. Back up to the top of my page. Um, Cheryl kicking the girl out of the bathroom. That was so great. So good. Yes, that was amazing. Um, excuse you, we're having a private conversation. And the girl's just, like, so flustered. The girl's like, this is the meanest girl in school. Like, now she has to go find another bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Hermione finds dead fish on her desk. Yes, which I thought was shot poorly and I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like the horse head in the bed, but it was dead. Yeah, but I also was like, is it snakes? Like it was back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she's like freaking out about it and it's like, just tell FP. Like, isn't that his job? Yes. (laughs) This, This is the beginning of the part of the show where I was like, why isn't Fred in this episode? I actually noticed early in the credits and I wrote it down because as the credits roll, they give everyone all their series regulars and then they say, and match and Amic and Luke Perry. And they did add match and Amic and then went into the guests. Uh huh. So he wasn't in it, but I don't know if this is the point when he's not in it anymore, if he just wasn't in this episode. Yes, I'm wondering that as well. So we'll have to keep tabs on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm wondering if we've now witnessed. I feel like when we're seeing his last appearance, we're going to know. They're yeah. going to write about it. We'll know. Yeah. Yeah, it, they wouldn't just sweep, sweep it under the rug. They'd make a point of it. Yeah. So um, this is Scientology. Yes, yes. Recording people's interviews so that they can refer back to it later, quote unquote, is Scientology. And it's so that they have dirt on the people and can blackmail them later. Yeah, that's it's directly Scientology. And then he brings Cheryl to a second location and you never go to the second location. Yeah, totally. There's and a, a thing, there's a good John Mulaney bit about that, but it's also very true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't go to the second location. Yeah. And then Cheryl was in this room and Betty could stop hearing her what they were saying. Right. And I found this very effective and suspenseful and creepy. Yeah. 
how Cheryl knows what happens, but we don't know as the audience. Mm -hmm. And then after the act break, Cheryl is now part of the farm. Yep. And why which, is Cheryl part of the farm? I, I like this. I think this is cool. Mm -hmm. But I kind of liked, I wanted a little more of Cheryl working with Betty. Just because yeah. it's such a fun dynamic when that yeah. happens. Yeah. Then but we get her with Alice, so that's Yeah, good. which is totally awesome. Yeah. Then we had a steamy, a steamy bughead scene. Yeah, which by the way, it's just still Betty's bedroom. Like they didn't change anything. I know. Well, maybe Jughead was like, ooh, I get to live in Betty's pink bedroom. Yay. <laughs> like Maybe yeah, Jughead sits in front of that mirror now before he goes to school and looks at himself. <laughs> he like brushes his hair. <laughs> la, 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 getting ready for my day. I'm Jughead. It's a nice idea. Yeah. I like picturing it in my brain. Okay. Ooh, I hope my hair looks nice under my crown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, we have this raid scene that's really good. It's a very effective montage. It's really good. I wrote, can we always have Mad Dog? I think Mad Dog's an excellent addition to the show. When I agree. When the hallway of guys, like, it's like dope as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It almost felt more like kind of like a Daredevil style action sequence. Yeah, and like the way they were like dropping people off on the floors was so good. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was super cool. It was really well done. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. It was like, yeah, really well produced. Um, definitely more of that on the show. Like it was one of the best action sequences we've ever seen on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then Kurtz kicks him and Jughead out a window. Yeah, and then they fall. Oh, just... I feel like we could do maybe another episode and I don't quite have time right now to do this, but where we could do stills of all the graffiti on the walls. Cause I think yeah. a lot of the graffiti was revealing. Mm -hmm. And then there was a prominently displayed graffiti that said on a woman's door, not my president. Yes, I did. <laughs> Which was so great. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we know where Riverdale stands on that. Yeah. That, not a surprise. I mean, I really thought Riverdale would be very Trump supporting, and quite yeah, frankly, yeah. I'm disappointed. I wonder if maybe they're really into Pete Buttigieg. I have a feeling like he'll make a guest appearance on Riverdale next season. I would die. I know it would be the best. <laughs> are they as into Pete Buttigieg as we are? That's the question. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, then they went through the window, but like, then they both were kind of okay. Yeah, Kurt just like got up and left and Archie came to check on Jughead and Jughead was like, no, follow him, you dummy. And it was like, I don't know, I think Archie was doing the right thing. Like, yeah, I was totally expecting that to be some sort of thing where Jughead like broke both his legs or something and that would be a yeah. plot point. And then Jughead was just like, oh, it took me two seconds longer to recover from this fall. Like, <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, anyway. Um, and then... Um, uh, then we had our act break. Mm -hmm. And then when we when we get back, um, Monsignor Montgomery has annulled the marriage. Right, which is not how annulment works. Sure. But, you know, the show also doesn't have a good handle on, as we just said, how falling works. So, <laughs> such is life. <laughs> There's a lot they missed out on. Uh, yeah. They need a new researcher. And then... 
And then we learned that Ronnie, yeah, they need to, we should be the researchers for this show. We really should. We'd be such good researchers for Riverdale. We really would be. Yeah. I, you should be the head researcher and I should be your little cute assistant. Yeah. Yeah. That you boss around. I'll have like a big computer and then you'll have like a little bit smaller computer. I'll have a tiny computer. <laughs> yeah. And I'll wear little pants and you'll make me bend over a lot. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, exactly. too. <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah, so Veronica's the one that said the fish. And this is when I noticed that, like, no one's parents are together except for, like, maybe Reggie's. Yeah, Reggie's shitty abusive parents are together. Yeah, and, like, sort of Jughead's. Yeah, well, they're together. Yeah. Yeah, they're just bad for each other. Yeah. But we've never really seen a, a healthy adult couple on the show. Well, I think that Tom and Sierra are healthy, but that they're both uh, divorced. That's fair. They found each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. They both, but they both found each other cheating on their partners. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and then we have this standoff scene between uh, uh, Gladys and Jughead. Where Jughead's mm -hmm. like, I think it's time for us to have a big chat with my father. Yeah. And Gladys is like, no, this is between the two of us. Yeah. Which is classic manipulation. Mm -hmm. Classic. And Jughead should know better. Jughead should know that it takes an army mm -hmm. and that he needs help. And it's not just between the two of them. No. There's a lot of other factors involved. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want this to be a plot point where Jughead's keeping this to himself and he was easily manipulated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, go get help, Jughead. Go get tons of help. Yeah. This woman is so wonderfully cunning and she's great to have on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Betty goes into the room and finds the tapes. Yes. Find the two Coopers and then she was looking for a third and I was like, who are you looking for? And then I realized it was Cheryl's. Yeah, Cuzzy Cheryl's. Cuzzy Cheryl's. And yeah. then she like, girl, I'm in the farm. Yeah, which is very sad. And she's in the farm because she saw Jason. Yes, which is very powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can't wait to see how it's revealed, how, how they're showing them the dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, because right after the act break, we find that Alice has been talking to her dead son or her missing Yes. Son. So that's something that the farm does. And I'm sure it's somehow related to hallucinogens. Yeah, the fizzle rocks. Yeah, the fizzle rocks maybe, because it feels like the Gargoyle King in mm -hmm. the pit, you know, as well. And yeah. also I'm just gonna predict it now. Now that Mad Dog is fallen under Elio's spell, mm -hmm. I'm predicting some sort of Archie Mad Dog confrontation that they're both gonna be reluctant to have later on in this season or at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, because I really like them as friends. Oh yeah, I think they're setting them up to have a real, some sort of fight. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I hope that they handle it well and it's like cool, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, and talking about Alice getting to talk to Chick, mm -hmm. it, or getting to talk to Charles slash Chick, it makes me think that we're due for some sort of big return of scary psycho Chick. Yeah. Well, like, and I think it's interesting because, like, this whole time that Alice has been in, it's been, like, really annoying. But now knowing why Alice is sticking with it, like, it makes me really sympathetic. 
Very sympathetic. I agree. And I'm really interested to see where they're going with it. Now, my question is, so we know why Cheryl and Alice are in. What did Kevin see? Yeah. Did he see Joaquin? Maybe. Yeah. Did he just see Moose? Even though Moose isn't dead? Yeah. I, I don't know. I wonder what Kevin's off. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Betty finally meets Edgar, and she's like, bitch, I'm on to you. And he's like, uh, we got a Scientology, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, then we had the quest card. Mm -hmm. And there was a tooth in the cup. Yep. And then we learned that they killed baby teeth. Right. And that was sad. Yeah. Because I love baby teeth. Yeah. And that was the episode. Yeah. So before our power list and crush rankings, mm -hmm. we have a really special segment for you mm -hmm. that starts now. All right, pals and gals, it's time for a new segment on XOXO Riverdale that is called, what are we calling this again, Kate? Uh, plot, what plot? Yeah, plot, what plot? And we have a really, really special guest. She is a DJ at WRUW in Cleveland, Ohio. She hosts a really wonderful radio show called the Dead Airplay Record Club that plays 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, mostly on vinyl. Yes. Uh, you can stream it at wruw.org. Clearly, now you all understand why we are friends because most listeners know that this is like my bullshit that I'm into. I have a question. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, when does it air? Oh, that's a great question. He didn't write it down, but I know, fortunately, because it is my show. Yes. It's Sundays from 4 to 6 Eastern time. Yeah. So please, please stream it. Please check it out. Let's welcome to XOXO Riverdale, Gretchen Unico. Hi. So uh, this is a segment called Plot, What Plot? Mm -hmm. Where Kate is going to ask Gretchen plot points from season three of Riverdale. Because Gretchen, you have watched seasons one and two of Riverdale. Yes. And, but you have not watched season three. I have not. I forgot about it, to be honest. That's perfectly understandable. <laughs> it's not on Netflix, so. Yeah, and we would have maybe forgotten about it as well at some point. Fair. If, if we didn't have this project that has now consumed our entire lives. Yes. <laughs> so, so um, we're going to ask you questions about season three of Riverdale. And then you're going to tell us you're going to try to guess whether these are actual plot points from season three or whether we are bullshitting you. Sounds good. Does that make sense? And then we will keep score and give you a score at the end. I'll be the scorekeeper. Does that sound good, Kate? Yeah, that is. All right. Let's begin with question one. Go for it, Kate. Okay, question one. Um, does Veronica mail dead fish to her mother? That sounds like something that would happen. I'm going to say yes. You are right. Woo! Absolutely. Veronica mails. Dead fish to her mother, one point, Gretchen. Excellent job. In the latest episode, in fact, okay. Veronica tries to trick her parents into getting back together by mailing dead fish to her mother because it's Riverdale. All right, question two. <laughs> okay, Moose is dead because his dad killed him. Oh, I don't know about that one. I want to I want to say, I want to say yes. Okay, I'll say yes. 
That is false, Gretchen. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Luckily, I know you guys would be upset if that happened. We'd be so sad. We love Moose. <laughs> <laughs> we love Moose so much. <laughs> no, but Moose does move away. Okay. I'm going to spoil everything for you for That's season three. fine. Yeah. I'm honestly expecting to like forget about this by the time it comes out on Netflix or whatever. You're going to be great. You're going to be fine. The entire yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. Archie walks out of the SATs because he feels bad about himself. Yeah, that's really dumb. I think that would happen. <laughs> you are correct. Archie leaves the SATs in a half because he's like, oh, I'm not smart enough for this. Well, it's Now he has to pay to take them again. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> real, real great idea. Yeah, good job, Archie. Are <laughs> you ready? Yes. Yeah, so what is this now? Question number four? Yeah. Okay. The town is quarantined by the CDC. Whoa. We haven't had a false one in a while. Um, these are all highly probable. I would say, I would say no. I can't, I can't think of like why it would need to be quarantined. Well, neither could the writers <laughs> because that did happen on the show. However, then they didn't really deal with it properly and it all went away after a mid-season break. So... Something was happen happening only to the girls with no explanation. Yeah, and then the town got quarantined, and then it and then it was unquarantined by the time we came back from the season break. So, or the mid season break. It sounds like like there was like a like a what do you call it when something's transmitted through the air? An airborne virus. An airborne yeast infection or something. Yes, like, yes, like, yes. Like that only women could have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Although yeast infections can happen to men too. That's, that's a that's whole other true. podcast for me. Anyway. <laughs> okay, question five. Question five. Uh, True Detective is not just referenced, but is directly mentioned by name. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, that's like oddly specific. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is directly referenced, but doesn't exist in Riverdale. Oh, okay. Wait, it, like, how is it directly referenced? Uh, like, did you watch the first season? Yes. You know the, like, totems that had, like, people dying in front of them? I think so. Okay, that happened. <laughs> quite a long time ago. <laughs> Fine. Actually, the True Detective Season 3 referenced True Detective Season 1, so, like, it is, like, kind of in the zeitgeist right now. Okay. All right. Yes, if True That's Detective cool. references True Detective, then it's That's clearly cool. in the overall zeitgeist. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. Let's go with that. Question six now, right? Yeah. Uh, Betty joins a cult. Oh, I'm gonna say, well, I guess that's like how we're defining cult, but I mean, it, I guess, yes. What, what do you think, Kate? I don't know how to define cult. Like, I don't know what the cult is. So. I think, no, I think it's definitely, there's definitely a cult and Betty is very oppositional to it. Yes, that's oh, fair. Okay. That's All fair. Right. You're saying so. You, you're saying the serpents are not the cults. No, I think the serpents are. Because I was, or okay. the cult that I belong to, which is the cult of Jughead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Providence. Okay. Cults of. Oh Lord. yeah, I was gonna say the cult. Yeah, the cult of improv classes, which is definitely <laughs> yeah. the cult that. Which shout out to Pete Buttigieg's husband for that great tweet about improv. Always. <laughs> This is a Pete Buttigieg fan podcast now, by it the is. way. Yeah. Anyway. I, I spent 20 minutes last week convincing Louie, and now he's on board. Oh my god, I'm so on board. Both of my podcast partners have now spent like 
so much time convincing me like people to judge that I can't not like people to judge. Yeah. <laughs> video with Bradley Whitford. Huh? Did you see his video with Bradley Whitford? No. Okay, he's a video of Bradley Whitford and a picture with Cher. Oh. Question number seven. <laughs> um, Veronica learns archery. Oh, okay. I feel like she would like already know archery, just like, and it would not be explained why she knows it. Like she would just suddenly take out a bow and arrow and shoot something in like a dramatic scene. Mm -hmm. So that's a assumption. Um, it's also wrong. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl does teach people archery, but Veronica is not among them. That's right. Okay. Cheryl's teaching other people archery. Okay. Yes. So Cheryl's the one who just knows archery. Yes. Cheryl okay. is the superhero. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which we learned in season two. Yes. Yeah. I don't right. remember that. Okay. All right. Next question is we meet a new gang. What? I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say yes. We haven't had a yes in a while. Okay. It's actually a trick question because we meet two new gangs. But I'm going to give her a point. <laughs> I'm like losing. So I need a point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We meet two new gangs. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the gargoyles. And the, the uh, oh yeah, and the pretty poisons oh who are gosh. an all girl gang. This is just kind of cool. This is turning into like the warriors. Like yes, it's it just is. a bunch of like weird gangs. Yes, it is yeah. definitely yeah, totally. Um, Joaquin kisses Archie. I'm literally trying to remember who Joaquin is. Oh, he's great. We love Joaquin. him. Oh no, I remember who he is. Yeah, he's yeah. Kevin's oh, ex boyfriend. Yeah. He like disappeared. That's why I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sure, why not? Yeah, no, he does. Yes, he does! <laughs> and it's very steamy. I got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the final one. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yes. Okay, there's a fight club. <laughs> thought, wasn't there, like, already, like, something like that? Was there? Was there? I don't know. I, I feel like there was... Maybe I'm just thinking of, like, the red circle. Oh Which sure, was like kind yeah, of no, weird, was, a weird secret thing. That was a that was a creepy Reddit alt right club. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say yes, but like for one episode. It's for a lot of episodes. Yes. Really, but it is correct. It okay. is. It is all right. So Gretchen, that was the end of, of our of our game. <laughs> I'm so bad at you it. You didn't do poorly. You didn't do too badly. You got five out of 10. Okay. Which is not so bad considering that the plot of Riverdale this season in particular is completely bananas. <laughs> so. I look forward to seeing it someday. You, you'll see it. You I know. literally tried to, I was, I was going to try to watch the whole season before I came out here and I couldn't find any place that has like episode one of the season. Mm -hmm. Like they make it impossible to like go back and watch. And yeah, I'm because not sure yeah. why. They want you to watch it on 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 Netflix. That's oh, why okay. when they it comes out. They want you to like wait and watch it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. They want you to wait and watch it after a while. But we'll have to have you back on after you've watched all of it in a bit. Okay. And we'll see how you feel about it. Uh but uh everybody pals and gals, let's give Gretchen Unico <laughs> a big hand. It was Woo! very good. Excellent work. <laughs> and you've won dinner with me wow after i'm done recording the rest of this okay great <laughs> we want to thank gretchen once again for being in that segment that was so fun to talk to her and uh now uh let's talk about our power and our crush rankings for the episode great okay cool so who's on your power list i betty uh-huh edgar mm-hmm jughead mm-hmm archie mm-hmm Gladys. mm-hmm vegas is at the top Mine is 
I think, say a different order, mm-hmm. same people. Okay. Gladys at the, mm-hmm. the top, mm-hmm. Betty, mm-hmm. Edgar, mm-hmm. Archie, and mm-hmm. then Jughead. Yeah, same people. Who did you have a crush on in this episode? Uh, slowly becoming the new moose is Sweet Pea. I know. He's great in this episode. Sweet Pea, and then I didn't previously have a crush on Mad Dog, but I did in this episode. Yes. My, we align there. Uh, and, then and then you had Betty. We have similar lists. Mine, number one is Jughead. Okay. Because we got that steamy scene. Mm-hmm. Number two is Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. And then number three is Cheryl, because she was looking and sounding great in this episode. Okay. Oh, what a lovely, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl of an episode. Cover girl, cover girl, cover girl. Yeah, do you want to talk about uh, an episode that airs in uh, April 17th? Sure. April 17th. So we're down for another three-week break. Yep. And then we have come back with episode 53, Jawbreaker. Ooh, which is named after a candy. And a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that movie about again? Um, it, So it's Rose McGowan, and it's three girls, like, kidnap their bestie as, like, a fun prank, and they put a jawbreaker in her mouth so that she doesn't scream, and then uh, it, that kills her, it suffocates her. Uh-oh, and someone's they, gonna die by a piece of candy in the next they, episode. Yeah, they spend the movie, like, trying to, like, cover it up. Yes, death. Oh my god. Well, that sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, once again, thank you everybody for listening. Mm -hmm. And we love all of you. And thank you for rating us on iTunes and for subscribing and following us on all relevant social media. And thanks to our wonderful special guest, Gretchen Unico. It was so great to have her on. It's been a while since we've had a special guest. So it was nice and refreshing. Yeah. And Kate, thank you for being such a great podcast host. Thank you. And thank you, Angeli Mercado. Yes. Thank you, Angeli Mercado, for uh, being a wonderful editor and for Louis Aronowitz for being a wonderful composer. Yeah. Yeah. Hire both of them. Hire them for things. All right. This has been another episode, pals and gals, of XOXO Riverdale. <laughs>